graveyards after school and write poetry and cry. Were you your art teacher's favorite student? This is for you, Rain City Jerks. You got questionable tattoos? Well, welcome here, Rain City Jerks. Let the disassociation begin. Hello, and welcome to Rain City Jerks. It's raining in the city. The it's jerks actually, are here. It's actually been pretty nice out lately. This yeah. is, I was talking to my mom today. It seems like this feels like a New England fall to me. Like yeah. high high pressure systems. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, it's bright and sunny and crisp. And that's not a normal uh, Seattle fall. I, well, I, I mean, we got, we got hammered by the atmospheric river. Yes. For a week before yeah. this happened. This, but now is just it's a, this like, is just a brief reprieve. Sure. But it feels like New England to me. I kind of like it. I went yeah. skating around Green Lake today. It's very crisp. It was great. It was, I loved it. Uh, not too much leaf litter or stick debris on the path. I was sure. Su- I was very surprised. Uh, no, I mean, they keep that path clean. They don't usually. They like, don't usually. In like early spring, that, that path is a nightmare. Yeah. It's full of seed pods and... Just all sorts of shit. People uh, gawking. Yeah. Yeah. Saw That's some other skaters. Debris. Everybody was just putting their skates on. Nobody was actually skating. R- roller skates or roller blades? Blades. I don't discriminate. I don't care. It's yeah. Like, no, you just yeah. like people having wheels on their feet. Yeah. Yeah. They got new rules around Green Lake. Uh, no, yeah. They give us the update. I remember last time it was a pretty hotly contested issue. Yeah. Now uh, you can do whatever except no. And I'm, I'm, I'm pro this. Yeah. I'm, I'm pro these new rules. Uh, no motorized vehicles, no one wheels, no electric bikes, no... No electric scooters, no electric skateboards. Just no electric vehicles whatsoever. Yeah. No, those are those are too fast. Yeah, you got to keep your speed to 10 miles an hour. If you are controlling the speed with your own power, you're in control. More, but if you can push so, a button yeah. and go 30 miles an hour, you got no business being on that path. I agree. I don't even know if they go 30 miles an hour. But... Some of them can. Okay. Yeah, I went to a, went to an electronic vehicles expo oh. a few months ago. My buddy Max, he's a he's a big EV guy. He's got one of those. It's like the missing link between a bicycle and a motorcycle. You see mm-hmm. him like a high quality e bike, mm-hmm. and uh, man, those hoes go fast. Okay. Yeah, like you don't even have to. So the bikes have pedals on them, but it's more just a suggestion. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. have to put those now, on there that, so that they qualify the, as a bicycle. Do those retro power the brakes? No, no, it, 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 I mean, I mean the, the battery, like if you pedal more, does it like, you know, no, no, not at all. It's not like a regenerative braking system. You have to plug it in every night or Hmm. whenever, but yeah, it's like there's a traffic regulations where it's like, okay, you have to have pedals for it to be considered a bike. Right. And so they just stuck them on there. So, Hmm. you know, you can ride it on sidewalks and. I'm I'm still always confused about the people who ride bikes around Green Lake though cuz like yeah. you 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 have to go so painfully slow that like how is this even enjoyable like I'm on skates and like my speed is variable but mm-hmm. I can like bob and weave yeah. much more easily than a bicycle can it's, it's and, not like, a big enough path it's really for not. a bicycle it's like, really what, not. 3 miles on a bike that's like 10 minutes baby yeah i mean uh you got to you got to ride bikes on the Burke yeah the Burke is good. That Lake Washington Trail. I like that for skates, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've used some of those tracking apps, like the bikes use to track a route sure. and your speed Certainly. and whatever else. And I cruise around Green Lake. I, so my top speed 
Uh, it's probably when I was like shooting the duck, which mm-hmm. is you drop down to one knee, and so your center of gravity is much lower. And so you kick a foot out in front of you. You kick right? a foot out in front of you, and, and so you actually go faster on one foot like that. I. I I believe you do. Yeah. I believe you do. Yeah, yeah. And I, you're using physics. Aerodynamic, like a duck. Yeah. And so I do that on a hill, mm-hmm. one of the hills around Green Lake. I, I have this mental track in my head about sure. like certain areas. I have to do certain things around Green Lake. Okay. It kind of keeps it fun for me. It's like a roller skate OCD. It is. Yeah. yeah. There's a certain part where I have to skate backwards from for like this entire duration. Then mm-hmm. I flip around go over this little speed bump, go in to shoot the duck, and go mm-hmm. as long as I can. And then I have to sh- jump out of shoot the duck into reverse. Mm-hmm. And then I can hold reverse for however long I want. Yeah, yeah, that's easy. And then, But it's usually pretty short. And then I go back into forward and I skate off. Uh, I do this regardless if people are there, but of course I am a performer. Yeah, you like to show off want, a little bit if people, people are to, there. want people to be there. You ever catch anybody miring? And miring hard? I guess I guess it's hard to kind of pay attention to what other people I'm, are yeah. doing when you're in the zone. Yeah, and especially when you're doing that, you got to be in the zone. Oh, yeah. like I'm like a fighter jet coming through there. Like I'm yeah. cruising by people's ankles. Like they don't know what's happening. You're basically on a highway through the danger zone. I am. Yeah, and so I was telling my sister about this, and she was like, "You should tell. You should. You should come up with some sort of way to like alert the people in front of you that you're coming." And I'm like, "No." No, no, no. That would be terrible because now, like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. And I'm... If I hear somebody say, on your left, I have no idea what to do. Right. And It's like, do I jump to the left? Are they on my left? Right. And so I know what I'm doing. And yeah. my supercomputer brain, for whatever reason, it lacks in a lot of other things, but it's really good at tracking trajectories and... Uh, measuring gaps and like I don't know what that is about my brain but I'm really good at that and so I can like bob and weave through a crowd fairly effortlessly oh yeah and uh if I was like trying to tell people I was coming behind them like typically what happens is they just they step into your way they step into my way they freeze up on me Mm -hmm. that's worse like yeah or like you get a white lady who can't make a decision and yeah. she's like juking left, juking right. And I'm like, right. I don't know what the fuck's happening right now. Yeah. And so I just try and get, no, you trust yourself. You don't trust other people. I just try and get by him. Right. As, I just try and get by him as quick as possible. That's actually a competitive sport in Japan. What? Walking around people. How like you, walking through crowds. Interest. How the, how would how how do you measure this? So the way that they do it, it it's like, like a, how do you is it a real crowd or is you create some sort of artificial crowd? So so yeah, they have like a team of people. So let's say you've got like forty people, mm. twenty in one group, twenty in another, mm-hmm. and you coordinate it so they basically like walk through each other mm. without intersecting. Interesting. And so yeah, it, 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 this is it, like in my. It's, it's not. It's not like a social to... parkour like you're describing, and like you know, I grew up going to malls and stuff. So I'd be like, all right, I'm going to walk through this huge crowd and just kind of, yeah, you know, bob and weave. It's more like, okay, we're going to do a synchronized walk through each other, mm. and these hundred people aren't going to bump into each other. Mm-hmm. It's very Japanese. Yeah, it's like the. Wait a minute, it's like Japanese woodworking with their joinery. 
and just like seamlessly sure. sliding into. You ever seen those Japanese oh, yeah. houses that are like there's not a nail in it; it's just all yeah. joinery. No, it's, uh, it's fucking insane, like an acorn joist. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I don't even know. I don't even know. But yeah. like you see these like old ass Japanese houses that like there's not a nail used; it's just all joinery and just like perfect. Just, I don't know. The Japanese are so insane. They, they've they've got the weirdest kind of sports yeah. that they invented. So the, 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 the synchronized walking competitions. Sure. Have you seen like the, the pole game that they play? I don't know. No, I don't I'm not up on my Japanese culture to be honest. But you know I'm not into Japanese culture, but I respect it mm-hmm. and I think they're fucking bizarre. I've been people. I've been getting a lot of sumo in my algorithm. Yeah, you've been telling We've me. been talking about that yeah. and uh well, you want to go to that thing that's Did the, we talk about sumo already on the cast? No, but you want to go to that thing Yeah it's where, called like, sumo and sushi. Yeah. And, you know, you go, I think it's at uh, uh, Washington Mutual Center. They have them at, like, six different cities. Is this, like, a, is this, is this like medieval knights but sumo? Yeah, yeah. And they, they, they wrestle each other. They brought in authentic sumos from Japan. Do you think they're the good ones? No, or? no. I, I looked them up. They're, they're, like, the they're like mid-sumos. But right. the guy who is, like, the MC of it is, uh, he's, like, a legend. He is. He was a Yokozuna, and he's retired now. Wait, wait. Is Yokozuna a title? Yokozuna is the highest rank. Uh, I just thought it was a WWE guy. Oh, you know, that's, 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 that's the same way that, like, people growing up in the 90s, we only knew yoga from Dalsim and mm-hmm. Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. You know, it was Yokozuna and E-Honda. Yeah. That was the emissaries of sumo wrestling. But, yeah, Yokozuna is the highest and then Ozeki is the second, and then there's a bunch of, like, levels beneath. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, they'll have tournaments, and it's, it's, it's just based on how many wins you rack up. You get promoted, but you can also get demoted. And uh, in these tournaments... Yeah, I mean, that's just how sports work, Yeah, exactly, work, right? that's how sports work. Um, Yokozuna, uh, the highest rank of sumo wrestler, grand cha- uh I just wanted to figure out, like... Ozeki, then, like, Magashira is a rank. Yokozuno literally means, this is what I wanted to know, horizontal rope. And the name comes from the Shinto-style white rope they wear around their waist. Ah, that's there right. two type of knots. And it's the got the little lightning the bolts that hang off of it. And two corresponding styles of ring-entering ceremony. Those with double-loop knots perform the Shurani style. Interesting. So there's different styles to sumo wrestling. What did it say there? That there was different styles. Different styles to the wrestling or different styles to the... Belt wearing? Oh, presumably. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it looks like they all wear the same kind of belt hmm. when they do it. And from what I've gathered, most of the technique is based around grabbing the other guy's belt. Okay. You grab them and then it's like, if you're a bigger, stronger guy, you know, you'll kind of... I see a lot of them just pick the other guy up and walk him out of the ring and put him down. Mm, how emasculating. Yeah. No, that's like the worst way to lose. Yeah. And you can't be sla- – can you be 100-hand slapping that dude while he's got you hoisted or what? Um, I mean, it'd, it'd be hard. Like, I don't think you're close enough. It's hard to, like, throw a fist. I mean, fist. Could, like, what about your forearms? Like, bashing his collarbones with your forearms. No, I, I don't think that's legal. Hmm. Yeah. But there's that, and then the smaller guys, they have to just kind of, like, use leverage mm-hmm. to throw them around. Because it, it doesn't look like the biggest guys are always winning. You know, they might be poorly coordinated. But uh, Japanese kind of got muscled out of the sport by Mongolians. 
Because Mongolians sense. are just, you know, naturally way bigger, stouter people. Yeah, and they love and wrestling. And the Japanese sumo stables were, you know, they, they figured it out and they started recruiting Mongolians hardcore. There's like one Japanese Yokozuna left who's like, people love him. He's, he's the crowd favorite. Uh, my favorite guy is actually a Georgian sumo wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, like Tonkinshin or something. But he's like big and hairy and he's got a huge back. Biggest back in the world. Maybe not the biggest back in the world, but it's top five for sure. Big hairy back. Big hairy back. Oh, but so this thing, sumo and sushi, they bring these sumos in. Uh, you can watch the sumo wrestling. They feed you sushi. And then like the highest like payment tier, you can get in the ring with the sumos. Mm-hmm. What is that? Like, like what do you mean? Like you can fight Like you them? get to wrestle. You get to wrestle the sumos. Huh. And, you know, I'm guessing they probably take it easy on you. They don't have to go that hard to, right. you know, beat a 200-pound runt like me. Yeah, but uh, it's expensive, so I'm not going to go. Even for the bottom tier? The bottom tier is like 80. That's kind of high. That's kind of high. And then the next tier, so the bottom tier you just get in. General admission, no sushi. No sushi. No sushi. The next tier is 140. So it's how good is this sushi? I'm guessing not great, man. Probably not great. Like I would go and pay sixty dollars for a sushi meal if it was like top tier sushi. But this is yeah. This is you know arena sushi. Yeah. Yeah. Mass produced arena sushi. It's like the fucking Seven Eleven Glizzy of sushi. Who's who's going to these things? You think? Um. White guys with Japanese girlfriends. Okay. Uh, people who are like in the same like evolutionary track as me, but richer. Do you think many people go over top tier and wrestle the guys? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think uh, the footage that I saw that there were a lot of girls wrestling and they were kind of letting the girls win. Oh God! Yeah. Okay. Which is, I don't know. What. By the rules of sumo, women aren't even supposed to be in the ring. Sure, of course. So I'm sure there's Japanese people would be like, "Oh, that's an abomination. Don't, don't, don't let those women in the ring. This isn't real sumo." But then I was watching. I watched this video about uh, there's a stew that sumo wrestlers eat mm-hmm. to get really big and fat. And this one Yokozuna came over and he was like doing uh, seminars in America. About sushi because there, there's there's American sumo federations, I, I guess. Hard to find them, uh, but there were a lot of women in these American sumo federations. So, yeah, feminism is uh, that's what it got you. You could be a female sumo wrestler. You could be a female sumo. Sumos I mean, in Japan fair, can't drive cars. Women can drive cars. I mean, to be so. fair, I would definitely watch female sumo wrestling. That seems entertaining. Hmm. I wonder if they have, like, you know, they've got, like, the ceremonial diaper that they wear. If they have, like, a ceremonial brassiere. Uh, yeah. yeah. Maybe Something they just, like, like use duct tape and just, like, strap them down. Yeah. Some sort of binder. Industrial switch. binders. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of strap them down. That's a thing. Yeah, what about this Brittany Griner, huh? Oh, geez, that sucks, man. Man. That sucks so bad. I like, feel like Elon Musk could 
change a lot of people's opinions about him right now if he's just like look, got Britney Griner out. How much? How much? Just how much to get this girl out? Just send Putin a Tesla or whatever. Just yeah. be like, like he's got channels. Like he could get in touch sure. with. Him. Just be like, how? Just how much? How, how much? Yeah. Man, that's fucking like it. That's it it didn't Karosha, even seem real. You know I mean, to me. Oh, it's, it's like, oh, that's, that's, that that's, like, that's got to be, oh, she's in the fucking prison camps now. Yeah, she's like in the, 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 oh, fuck, uh, the gulags. The gulags, she's yeah. She's in the fucking gulag. And she's an American and she's black. And like, she's black and she's like a celebrity. Yeah. Uh, and she's like gigantic, you know, presumably for yeah. women and like. Oh, for a man. Yeah. She's huge. She was like, I remember, I think she played at Baylor. Uh, I would see her. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. No, I remember she was in the, in the Big 12. Uh, I paid a lot of attention to college basketball, especially Big 12 basketball. And uh, she was a beast. Like, she was unstoppable in college. Really? Yeah. So, like, University of Connecticut, they're historically the best. Mm -hmm. They're the best high school or college women's basketball team. Uh, But she gave them problems. Okay. Yeah. Like, she – I don't know if they won all of the championships when she was there, but they they took a couple. Yeah. And, like – I don't know. I remember seeing, yeah, a few months ago. It's like, oh, she's arrested for weed in Russia. Yeah, she just had like a vape pen. Yeah, and they were like, do, do you think they're doing it to like? Yeah, of course they prove are. a point. No, they're or like they're doing it to fuck with us. To fuck with us via like you know it's like we're helping Ukraine, mm. and so mm-hmm. they're like, okay, well, uh, guess what? I mean, this doesn't. I mean, it doesn't mean anything really, but it's just symbolic of yeah. like, like we're gonna fuck this. We've person. got your celebrities. We got yeah. Well, you're D-listers now, but. Yeah, we're going to get T and Tamara Morley next. Yeah. I don't know. So fucking, like, it's crazy. I think it's like nine years that yeah. she's in there. It, yeah, it's crazy that the Gulag system still works. Like, I never finished it, but I started reading Gulag Archipelago. Yeah, I read them. Uh, a while ago. I got, like, I don't know. I got kind of into it, but yeah. not, not. No, like, it's really. Yeah. Very fascinating. I didn't. I didn't finish it. But just, like, it's insane that, like, those still exist. Like, Soviet-era, like, gulags. Just hard labor. Like, what are they doing I, I don't know if they exist in that same way. Because, like, they, they were, they were using the, the gulag system basically to fuel their great leaps forward. Mm-hmm. Like, Siberia wasn't developed at all. And, like, one of the big projects were, like, dams and railroads. Mm-hmm. And they would just take... Anybody. thousands of yeah. people and drop them off in the middle of Siberia and be like, okay, build this railroad and, you know, you work them to death. Yeah, feed them grass. Like the fucking matter of a month and then just throw more people out there. Yeah. Yeah, Russia's in that era, like one in three bodies. Soviet citizens was a government informant. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could just, at that point in time, if you just didn't like your neighbor, you could just yeah. write a letter and drop it off at the KGB post office yeah. and just be like... And then you get their apartment. Yeah. And, and you rise up in the ranks. Right. And then someone rats on you and you're fucking right, then you're, right there with them. And then the Black Marias come for you in the middle of the night. Mm. Oh, well, I guess we don't have anything like that anymore. But what do you think a hard labor camp in Siberia is like now? I, I, don't, I don't think they make them do hard labor anymore. I don't think it's like, you know, a work camp anymore. I think it's just like prison. In the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's just like prison in the middle of nowhere and, you know, uh, you just fucking hate life. And they probably have, you know, the same as American prison gangs and, oh yeah, you know, a yard and uh, 
I saw some documentary it's a lot colder. It, and like, you know, they put like 15 people in a three man room basically. Mm-hmm. And then like you kind you you have to stand in shifts, sit in shifts, mm-hmm. sleep in shifts and just like kind of rotate around and like shit in shifts yeah. and just and that's your life. Ugh. Jesus Christ. I would just rather I would just kill myself. I bet that happens. Yeah. Or someone else kills you. Yeah. I'd rather go to like Norwegian prison. Sure. You yeah, can man. put out black metal solo albums. It's like college dorms. Yeah. It's so humane. You can go home. You go home. Visit your mommy. Visit your mommy. Get home cooking. Uh, they have all the different streaming services. Sure. Yeah. Get a VPN to watch American Netflix. And then, like, you murder somebody, and you come out three years later, and you're like, I did, you know what, I fucked up, I'm sorry. I fucked up, I did murder someone. But here's a here's a black metal album I wrote. Here's a black metal album that I wrote about murdering that person. Using all synthesizers. Can you make black metal with synthesizers? Yeah, that's what Burzum, I'm, I'm referencing specifically Burzum. Is that what happened? They went to Norwegian prison for murder and came out. Are you familiar with... Uh, the band Mayhem. I, I know nothing about metal. Okay. I know very little. They've made a documentary and then like a movie about this. Mm-hmm. And so black metal comes from Norway. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Nor- I'm pretty sure it's Norway. Uh, and so there's this band called Mayhem and like they were just doing the most extreme shit. They're the ones who lit churches on fire and, so they created mayhem. Yeah. yeah. And then like the singer, uh, this guy Death. Uh, His name is Death. That's what he named himself. Yeah. You know, he's like 16 or whatever. Sure. But like he blows his head off. Jesus. And then uh, that's the photo. Like the, Burzum finds him with his head blown off and then he like takes a picture of it and that's the cover of their album and he keeps like a portion of his skull and all this shit. And then, so wait, Burzum was another guy in he's this the guy, band, or there yeah, was a different band. He was in the. He was because I've heard of Burzum. I didn't. I thought it was a band. I didn't know it was just a guy. It's just a guy. Okay, but he solo project. Yeah, uh, but he uh, was in the band Mayhem. Okay, I, I think I'm getting this right. I only sort of know, but uh, there's a great documentary called "Until the Light Takes Us," mm-hmm. which is about all of this, and it's pretty fascinating mm-hmm. if you're at all interested. Uh, and so anyway, he, they get a new singer and then all this crazy shit happens. Like mm-hmm. the, uh, churches get burned down and like some people die by the like, people in mayhem or they incite just like people. the whole black metal scene. Kind that was of. the birth of black metal more or less. Yeah. Okay. They're just doing extreme shit. Yeah. And, uh, a gay guy gets killed and, uh, for being gay, for being gay, so he got hate crime. Yeah. Okay. And then I forget exactly why Burzum, and I think I'm saying his name right, or not like I, th- I think that's the name he goes by. I'm like so like not into this, but like also tangentially into it. Uh, yeah, it's just okay. Uh, his name's yeah okay. So Burzum is his like scene name, but Varg Vickerness. Oh shit, that's him. Yeah. Yeah, he's insane. Yeah. He's insane. Varg. So that's Burzum. Okay. And so, yeah, he goes to, like... I follow, like, Twitter yeah. profiles that are just, like, 
retweets of weird shit that he's oh, said. Oh, he's nuts. Yeah. He's insane. But yeah, he went to he went to Swedish prison or like Norwegian prison for a few years and okay. put out like that was like where he put out his first solo album. It's just all, you know, drum machines sure. and like synthesizers and stuff like that and because they wouldn't Which they have in Norwegian prison. They just for gave it to years. him, yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, he just put out like a solo album. Or maybe no, his first solo album was pre-prison and he, mm-hmm. he used like real drums and real guitars and stuff like that, but he did it all himself. Yeah. And then uh he used the synthesizers because he said guitars uh he said something racist about how guitars are like black people instruments and he doesn't want to do that or something. So he's still Still got those views. Yeah. All right. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, no, he, that I, makes sense. He's. I think he lives in France now, and he's yeah. like some off-the-grid prepper or yeah, something. Yeah, that, that's what I've seen. Yeah. Jeez. And he's really into Tolkien, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of like... Uh, he's nuts. Like white crypto-fascists. Yeah. Kind of like yeah, cling yeah, yeah. to Tolkien. Yeah. They're like, oh, he wrote this like coded language about... The power of the white race. It's like maybe, I don't know. I haven't read him. I haven't read much Tolkien. No, no. I've read it. Have you read the whole Silmarillion? Uh, no. no, I started reading the Silmarillion and I was like, I do not care. This yeah. is just nonsense, it's nonsense, nonsense, gobbledygook yeah. about absolutely nothing, and just like I'm like. I, I don't care about how Sylvanas begat Egrash and like yeah. Igra- it just like I it means nothing. I, I only want yeah. to read the parts about Tom Bombadil. Yeah, is, he fucking rules. Tom Bombadil's pretty all right. Yeah. He's he's in the Hobbit. Is he in the Hobbit? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, the Hobbit is the where Tom Bombadil really shines shines. Oh, sick. Was he in the movies? I don't know anything about fucking Lord of the Rings or Tolkien. Uh, I re- I remember one time I watched the whole like extended original series to impress a girl, mm. and I liked the movies yeah. when they came out. You know, it was fine. I liked them. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think Tom Bombadil really made it to any of the movies because mm-hmm. he's just such like a complicated character yeah. that he's like infinitely powerful, but he's only there for like a minute, yeah. and then like he kind of just like he's not he's really he's not that important to the book but he's just really interesting yeah he's like, like he's, the most powerful guy in like the mo- universe more or less but he like doesn't care about anything yeah and he's yeah. just like uh, uh, likes doing like freestyle rhymes basically yeah and just like married a river goddess something like that and just yeah he just kind of i don't know he's yeah. an uninterested powerful being yeah that's the best we can hope for for a powerful being but he helps uh Frodo, mm-hmm. when he falls into some sort of like barrow and has to like fight uh, a skeleton king or something and gets maybe like a sword. I don't know. Gets something from him, but that's cool. Pretty sure Tom Bombadil helps him out of this like haunted barrow where he has to fight this like ancient Damn. skeleton lord. Haunted barrows. You got to watch out for like a, a spooky dell. Mm. Uh, Dells and Dales, man, those places can get just lousy. Hollers. With whites and liches. What's a holler? I don't really... It, 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 it's some sort of like a, like a, a, it's like a, a little, rural mountain... It's like a dip in the mountain, I think. Geography. Like, like a little valley in the mountains. Like, yeah. Uh, I think it's just hollow, but... Is it, oh, right. But, Is it like a glen? 
I don't know. I I think it's just like a little kind of like dip in mm-hmm. like you can build a house and a, a farm a, there. A slightly more livable place than just the in side, a mountain. The side, yeah, of, the a side mountain. of a mountain. Yeah. Yeah. Some sort of little pocket, some little, some little nook right. amongst the mountains. You might get like a, a clan living there as opposed to just a sole hermit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're usually big enough to, yeah, your your kin can live you in that You can live there. Get your still set up. Oh, sure. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Close by anyway. Yeah, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to attract too much attention. Yeah, Appalachia. Mm. Weird place. You, uh, you watching anything good? No. Anything bad? Actually, I just watched uh, Ancient Apocalypse, kind of. Okay. Binged that. Is is that about the uh younger Dryas? It is, yeah. Extinction. It is, yeah. I've it really wasn't a whole lot of new information to me mm-hmm. because I've been a fan of Graham Hancock for yeah. fifteen plus years. Uh but it's cool. It's cool that it's got its own series. And it's getting into the mainstream now. Sure. And that is being considered a little bit more. Same with like Michael Pollan's and mm-hmm, his mm-hmm. psychedelic thing. Here's what I think's happening. What do you think's happening? I think that mushrooms really run this planet. Yeah. And I, I, I do believe in the stoned ape theory. Sure. Uh, you can look that up if you don't know what that means. It's that, uh, the mus- you know, the, we- ch- the chimps ate mushrooms and evolved into humans. Uh, yes. More or less. Yes. Uh, so I believe in that. And I think that mushrooms really run things on this planet and that they... They're huge mycelial networks. Yeah. And that they evolved us from chimps up to where we are now. And like, you know, in the terms of space and time and whatever, like mm-hmm. there hasn't been that much time between the two. No, I mean, for where yeah. we are compared to how long mushrooms have been here. Right. And so they're, the mushrooms and hallucinogens are coming back into the modern common zeitgeist Mm -hmm. and i think we're evolving right now uh i think that a lot of stuff that like i think we're yeah i think we're being evolved into something different whatever the next step Mm -hmm. is and i think the mushrooms are a part of that and like we're uh, they're coming back into popularity and prominence again Mm -hmm. as we're changing our culture as we're changing into like uh, i think it's going to i think it's going to uh culminate with like a more unified earth because that's ultimately the problem everybody's problem any problems on earth are generally uh due to Mm -hmm. de-unification yeah the other we got to get to like a star trek level of civilization Right, and I think yeah. the mushrooms We're are... We're all working together. Yeah. And I think the mushrooms yeah. are jumping that up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Changing the old paradigm, breaking yeah, the uh, systems. Yeah, they're an uh, agent of God consciousness. Mm. Yeah. Trying to, I don't know, show us things. Show us things, uh, how we're all the same thing. Exactly. Instead of separate things. Exactly. Uh, um, but I think, so it's cool that... The show Ancient Apocalypse, Graham Hancock, is getting into the mainstream a little bit more. I don't, and it doesn't have the same flavor. Like Ancient Aliens walk, so this show can run. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
it doesn't have the same flavor of ancient aliens. Does it like, try to like take itself a little more seriously. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, aliens. It's, yeah, because like there's you know tangible proof. You're just like, okay. Uh, like, do, do they talk about how the theory of uh, people from the former civilization? Mm, yeah, tried to that's basically evolve the the people who survived the apocalypse. That's basically the what the whole show is about. Yeah. Is just various cultures having similar stories and architecture mm-hmm. and uh and yeah having the same characters kind of yeah show up presented yeah. in the in the art right yeah yeah and so it's just kind of like being like okay but check out this mexican shit and then yeah. check out this mesopotamian they're shit. all building then, the same pyramids yeah. with the same iconography and yeah the serpent yeah and the yeah just there's like, and like it's a, this huge jump in the capacity of technology, right? Like Whereas conventional, like before they were like is saying that these people are hunting pottery. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And, and now they're building these ex- huge stone structures, right? And that doesn't just happen overnight, right? Uh, I don't know. It, I binge watched it. Like I said, it really wasn't. How many episodes is it? Eight. They're and like on half what, Netflix. An, yeah, Netflix. They're I gotta like, check that out. They're like half an hour long or something. Yeah. And I mean, like I've been listening to this guy on Coast to Coast AM and Graham Hancock, Graham Hancock, yeah, uh, and you know Joe Rogan too. Sure, he's a big fan. But just like I've been listening to this guy for like fifteen years, mm-hmm. and so it's, he's just keeps saying the same shit. It's not like he's finding a lot of new stuff. It yeah. just gets deeper a little mm-hmm, bit. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad I I enjoy. It was fun to like I. I've been listening to him for so long. So it was yeah. fun to, it was fun to like finally see what the fuck he was talking about in a lot of these places. Oh yeah, yeah, he shows the Yeah. the the, the different uh, archaeological sites. They show the sites and then what I really liked about it is, you know, they show you what it look, used to look like. Oh like, yeah. They yeah. reconstruct it digitally, you know, mm-hmm. and like be like this is what it did look like. This is what it looks like now, but this right. is what it did look like. And that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um uh, did they talk about the, uh, I think there's a sunken city in the Caribbean? Uh, well, sort of. They, or I don't, I'm not exactly sure what you're talking about, but yeah, yeah they did kind of talk about that with the Bimini Road. That's it. Yeah. 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 Uh, they did talk about, I mean, it's just like, you look at it and you're just like, yeah. like Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Like, yeah, that that's what that is. That's right. not a naturally occurring structure. Right. At all. And no. Just like, I don't know. There's just so many different things they're just like you know how the fuck do they do that like how and yeah. just like uh it's interesting that the serpent is always attached to it mm-hmm. uh he thinks that that references like comet fragments hitting the earth okay basically well that's what that's what causes that's what they theorize causes extinction right yeah yes the comet fragments hit and the that, earth that and that specific element is uh in all of the different fossil records at that time frame. Yeah, platinum and iridium. Yeah. And it created micro or like nano diamonds and mm-hmm. micro something and uh yeah, I don't know, it's really fascinating stuff and it's fun to see that the old guard is kind of dying and like yeah. people are like maybe there is something to this. Maybe sure. humanity is much older than we think it is and uh I don't know, the Peary Reese map is pretty mm-hmm. fascinating, which is uh, the map essentially that like Columbus used, but yeah. even at his time, it was considered to be an old map. And didn't it, was, it show land yeah. in Antarctica? Yeah, it showed like accurate, yeah. like maps of like Antarctica. And it was a 
a Turkish admiral's map, but he was like, this map is older than me. Yeah, and yeah. so it's just like this like redrawing of an old ass map throughout the ages, but mm-hmm. like it showed like, you know, accurate drawings of like yeah. South America being attached to Antarctica and just like, there seems to have been a culture, you know, uh, traversing the earth during the last ice age. Sure. Which changes basically everything that we know about humanity. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, man. We might be at that point now, you know, like if we hit nuclear war, uh, all of our data is stored on hard drives. Like, yeah, that just, EMP is we would, wipe everything out. We would be cast into it's the Library of Alexandria all over yeah, again. Exactly, and so uh, I don't know. Maybe a civ- maybe this just happens every so often. A civilization hits a certain point, yeah. and then boom. Well, and then there's like you know uh, primordial tribes and yeah. cultures. It'll be fine. Yes, you know North they don't. Sentinel they don't. They're all, they're already off the grid. Right. Um. Well, he was also saying that Living like in the holler. <laughs> he was also saying that like uh, the Amazon is like you know it's fascinating to begin with, but it's mm-hmm. even more fascinating once you realize that like the amount of fruit and food bearing trees is like disproportionate to what it should be. So yeah. like, the whole thing used to be like a cultivated garden, more or less. Interesting. And when you do flyover lidar uh, scans, you mm-hmm. see like like so many like buried like geometric structures like over the whole like amazon basically so it was like jesus much more developed than like we're giving it credit for like examining and uh there's this stuff i've heard of it before but i haven't heard a lot about it but it's called like terra praetor i think which is like it's i mean it's real it's not like what is it it's not you can, you know, it is a real thing, but it's like somehow the people in that part of the world developed this like uh, soil amendment okay. uh, technique that like uh, is like self regenerative. Do is it like something they add to the soil? Nobody knows. Nobody like, knows. Nobody knows how the fuck they did it. But yeah. like you can still find patches of it in yeah. like the ruins or in the jungle and stuff, mm-hmm. and like. Uh, just due to like I don't I don't know any I don't know the science about it, but like the bacteria they use and whatever else like it's just self regenerative soil and it's like super healthy and you can still find patches of it. it's just like this deep black earth wild and just like they had it at Machu Picchu and like all the terraces up there and that's mm-hmm. how like they could survive it's just like the soil was like perfect and just amazing damn but nobody knows how you make it like right. nobody, nobody knows anything about it's it it's a lost technology yeah I don't know this is crazy crazy shit. Where are we at? Uh, 40, 40 minutes. 40 minutes. It's not bad. Uh, got any Got any hot comedy goss? Uh, I, got a, I got a new reel. Oh, yeah. Posted his reels. Reels doing numbers, man. Yeah. It's got like 15,000 views. Go, go look at it. It's on my, it's on my uh, Instagram. Okay. Talk about my penis and potatoes in the same reel. Hot. It's doing well. Did you tag it with like hashtag potato hashtag? No. Like I I think what happened was like I think you reach a certain number of views or something and Instagram's like oh we'll bump this up. Okay. And uh, I guess I got it. Maybe. Or maybe this is like small potatoes. Mm. This is like nothing. I mean uh, in the big scheme I think it is. Yeah. Oh no. uh, It's me being impressed with my own social. Hit half a million you know. 
Maybe I will. I hope you do. I probably won't. Uh, you just participated in the Keenan Thompson comedy uh, scam. Scam. It's yeah. it's a bunch of smoke and mirrors, but I do feel left out. You know, I, yeah. I would like to have been a part of it. I've I've fallen. Well, then you probably saw like they added the the, the last show at Nate Jackson's, and it was a bunch of you know, bunch of you could have been on that show. Yeah, there's a bunch of stragglers. Should have been on that show. Yeah, no offense to the stragglers listening. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's whatever. I've. It, I mean, it's a it's a money grab bringer show. I know I, I've seen this before. You know, but what I, mean? I, I've heard. But I still want it, to do it's it. kind of like a, a, a passion project of Keenan's, mm-hmm. and that Keenan watches. You think he really watches like hundreds of. That's what I hear, like, man. He has it's nothing it's only else th- to it's do. It's only three minutes. Yeah, but like. Okay, so 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 what does Keenan have to do? He's on SNL. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got those uh, smart appliance commercials that run a ton. Does he? I don't know. He's I, set, man. Like Keenan is set. I mean, he's he's been. I, th- I think so. I think Mejia looked up his net worth. It was he's seventeen worth seventeen million dollars. That seems low. Yeah, like, he's. I, I mean, he he's, he's 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 been a celebrity without issues. He's since been a celebrity, but he life. hasn't been like a big money maker. He doesn't get like big. Uh, movie roles, sure. Like uh, I th- I arguably, like he like was the hottest he, when he was in Nickelodeon. I feel like he could have gotten any of that and still could. I don't. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't, I don't think he's that kind of star. Okay. Like I don't think. Like people leave SNL. Yeah. Like people are on SNL and then they leave SNL to like go to bigger things. He's in this state of arrested development where he's been on SNL for like 15 years. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's. Maybe he just likes it. I mean, I'm sure he likes it, but like. He he should have gone on to bigger things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm sure. We had I'm, a TV show that got canceled pretty quickly. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, oh, well. Sorry, Keenan, if you're listening. But you think. He, this Please is put like, me on your show you again. You think that this is like really like a passion. But like he like watches like presumably just from Seattle. He there. He got easy. A hundred. Three minutes. Mm, not not a hundred. There's like what? 30 people on. There's 23 at laughs. 23 at laughs. So let's just, uh, just say that that's how many. So there's two shows. OK, so like about a hundred. OK. Right. Uh, there was only one show at laughs. Mm-hmm. They, they, they. But they did one at TCC, one at TCC, like, one at Nate's, one or like at Spokane. three at Nate's. They like, did forty at Nate's. I think they did like I think they did at least two shows, and they did like an early show and a late show at Nate's. All right, so it's a bunch. Now, I, I think Keenan does have time to watch that I much still didn't comedy. Get on, but anyway, he, he might not get through all of the three minute sets. Yeah, you know, he might well, see the first see, minute and be like, "All right, next." I did see. Uh, someone of of some power and ilk of the thing like writing down notes next to people's names yeah she probably yeah she was a producer yeah there's probably like a okay he doesn't want to like they know his taste they're like not Mm -hmm. that one Mm -hmm. not that one yeah no they said uh maybe some of us will hear from them in a couple months but like what is that like this has been going on for 13 years and i've never heard of it before that seems yeah no same same yeah like I've talked to a couple people who say that they have friends who have gone forward in this competition. And just for for listeners' references, uh, it is a – maybe a comedy competition put on by Kenan Thompson of SNL and Nickelodeon fame. Yeah. And uh, it's 
like comedians are chosen and they all do like three minutes at clubs around a city or a state. And then they move to a state semifinal and then those winners go to New York to presumably meet Keenan Thompson and get money and opportunities. So there will like there will be a Washington State semifinal. Yes, presumably there will be a Washington semis. Interesting. Uh, That'll be interesting to see who I, I, I heard this is the first year that it was in Washington. Okay. So maybe, you know, he just like expanded greatly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it might have just been like a New York thing before or an East Coast thing before. Uh, but he's got this. And then he's also got one where it's like a, a young comedy voices thing where it's like kids. Interesting. Doing it. So, you know, fucking Pizzagate all over again. Yeah. Stay away from that one. Yeah. That seems, um, that seems problematic. But, I mean, okay, it'll be interesting to see who moves on to the next one. Mm-hmm. Because there's no local fan favorites, you know what I mean? Like, who the producers or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. it's less political. Well, when it, when it was, uh, when, when I first heard about it, they said it was like an audience favorite kind of voting. Mm. And then nothing like that happened. No. No. But, I was, uh, I mean, you were there for a little bit of it, right? Yeah, I was blown away by how many people came to see it. I mean, you put Keenan's name on something and people show up. People show up, man. Uh, it was packed. It was fully packed. Oh, it was sold out. The, com- yeah. the comedians could not go in the showroom. Hardly, yeah. No. It was, it was packed to the gills uh, in there. That's probably got, what two fifty. That room is yeah, pretty the, big. Two twenty. Yeah. Uh, what did you say? There was a. I got a very high honor. Uh, a black guy heard one of my jokes and said, man, that white boy crazy. Yeah. 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 That's like the highest honor black, that you can get. Black people complimenting my comedy. I, f- I feel like this is just true for any white comedian, but like if a black person compliments your comedy, like it doesn't get better than that. Yeah. Like, no, it, that it's... is that is the pinnacle of doing well is a black person saying, I like that. Oh, I, I, I've had black people compliment me playing basketball before and oh. I was... Like, I'm still riding that high. Okay. Yeah. When was that? In college. Interesting. Yeah. Were they just being nice? No, I was really... Like, so, uh, I lost a ton of weight my freshman year, and so it was way faster. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I was already okay at basketball, but then, you know, I could just outrun a ton of people. So... Okay. You know? And they were like, damn, that white boy, good. That white boy fast. That white boy's fast. He got some game. Uh, I was playing one-on-one against, I think it was the tight end of the football team one time, and I kept blocking his shots down low, and he's like, damn. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. I don't know. Yeah, it's always been, uh, it always makes me feel extra good when, uh, usually it's black guys. But yeah. So, usually, but it just makes me feel extra good if a black guy uh says he likes my shit. Uh, I would say in general, like, black audience, they want to hear about real shit. Yeah. No, they're just... Yeah. They want to hear about yeah. real shit. White audiences, they'll, they'll, they'll indulge you in, like, made-up shit. If you... if a Right. A black audience <clears throat> doesn't bullshit. Yeah. If they don't like you, you know. Yeah. And if they do like you, you know. Yeah. And it feels great. Feels great. It's way better than just, like, a polite, like, I'll go along with anything. Yeah. Life. Just tepid. Yeah. Non-laughter. Boy, I did... I don't even know. I don't even think it happens anymore. I, I know it doesn't happen anymore, but I did Paradise. Okay. Uh, one time, and was that in Seattle? Yeah, that's. Yeah, uh, I think I remember. It's that. like just down by the roller rink. Um, ah, yeah, yeah. They had a show there. Yeah, it was a Mike. Okay. And Mike Parker did mm-hmm. very well there. Believable. Yeah. Um, 
I got up there my first year in comp, first year in Seattle, mm-hmm. and I don't even know how to describe the level of bombing. It was, it it was bombing on a like, I don't. It wasn't that people like how do how do I even say it? It was just like <laughs> I wasn't bombing in the normal way. If people were like, "This sucks," I just no one was paying attention. Yeah. I was just being iced out. Nobody even like, looked up. I at was you. talking and just like literally, just like no one was paying. Like there were conversations at every time, yeah. just like completely ignored. I, yeah. I just, just I, it felt so crazy. I was like, I don't like this is wild. Like mm-hmm. I've just never been like, yeah, just like ignored on stage before. It was wild. A, a lot of times, that's how I feel when I go to the roller rink. Okay. Yeah. The roller rink's kind of uh, really, I don't know. You said it's been picking up the past few weeks, turned, yeah? Turned around. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I'll, it's been a fucking great week, great great few weeks for comedy, because it's gotten too cold to be outside at night. Yeah. So people are going indoors. Coming indoors. To listen to people. Talk about dumbass shit. Talking about dumbass shit into a microphone. As the world burns. Yeah, you know. I want to talk about that more, but I also know that that... The world burning? That doesn't do extremely well. <laughs> we've we've covered it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Eddie Pepitone has the best joke about it. It was just like, you know, uh, it's not even really a joke. It was just like, he's just like, how is everybody, you know, enjoying the apocalypse? Like, we're in the apocalypse right now. A lot of other generations. A lot of other generations have said it, but we're actually living through it. Well, we're just so comfortable is the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if they turned off the electricity, as we've said before, it'd be a much different apocalypse. Extremely. Yeah. It's, you know, maybe we'll get there. Maybe so. Seems like Europe's having a hard time staying warm. Yeah. Now that they're not getting that Russian gas. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I keep, like... It just seems like nobody wants to be like, no, we are in World War Three, but we, I mean, we are. It's just, you know, things happen progressively. It doesn't, like, it doesn't, it's not just over, like, it's not just overnight. Yeah. We're. Well, and it's a proxy war is the thing. Well, like, right. we don't have American tr- boots on the ground. Not yet. Over there. Yeah. I, I don't know if we will. I mean, I think we do in NATO countries. I'm sure we've geared up certain bases and. NATO to like be on the prowl, be on the ready mm-hmm. to pounce should anything pop off. Mm-hmm. I knew that, like, I knew that this was coming as mm-hmm. soon as they pulled everybody out of Afghanistan and Iraq. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, something news about like, and then like six yeah. months later, the Ukrainian war. Perfect happened. timing. Yeah, it was like as soon as they started pulling everybody out, I was like, oh, like yeah. some new shit is about to like go down big. So one of the one of the underlying like reasons for this is that, like, Russia and China and a few other big countries were trying to marshal power to displace the U.S. dollar as the global reserve currency Mm -hmm. and the petrodollar and all of that. And, uh, yeah, the United States States and and Europe basically are rocking the boat as hard as they can to try to prevent that from happening. Because if that happens, then our, I think it's $176 trillion in debt that you know we're kind of like what able that, to what, ignore. What does that even mean? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. It, it, it's like uh, an ant trying to 
think of God. Yeah, like it, I think it doesn't no, mean anything. The numbers, in but ma- it's just yeah. this, this massive amount of debt that like we're able to kind of like ignore and keep going because our currency is the one that's right, propping you know, everything up. Propping everything up. If half of the world economies go off of that, then our goose is cooked. Did you hear that China is? Uh, building their own space station now because like we've barred them from participating in the iss for like decades no i didn't hear that and so now they're just building their own space station probably with stolen american technology maybe but i mean so now we have two space like they're just gonna like start shooting at each other or like kiss maybe yeah dock them together yeah space dock hopefully one of them's got a space foreskin the Chinese one probably does. Yeah, probably so. But it's small. <laughs> their air their air docks are smaller than the ISS's. Yeah, you know, that's they're efficient, that's the thing. They don't have big showy air docks or penises. But they get the job done. One of my favorite conspiracy theories is that uh we have a secret space program. And, like, you know, the space program never stopped in the 60s, really. It's yeah. just been, like, that's where all the black budget shit goes to is just, like, the sure. secret space program. And, uh, I don't know, yeah, all the all the rich people are just going to go up to the space stations that have been up there forever mm-hmm. and just let Earth go back to primitive times. Yeah. I would rather go to a New Zealand bunker if I was a billionaire. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. sure. But uh, see, it seems like a lot could go wrong in a space station, yeah. and then you're just immediately fucked. True, true. But yeah. I think they've been up there for you know. Yeah, I know if there's this, you know, if there if it's not black like ops space station, new, yeah, you know what I mean. Like they've figured it out more mm-hmm, or less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see. Do we got? We any, will see. So we're hitting about a year of the show. Yeah, we're coming up on a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got any recap on it? Any highlights? Any any uh, highlights? Uh, what well, episode twenty is still probably our. That's our still best the best one, one. right? Yeah. Mm. And Seattle has only become a more lawless place that's since. True. Then. That's Did true. Did you hear about? Uh, do you know who Dice Capone is? I don't know who Dice Capone is. Damn. All right. So Dice Capone is a gorilla pimp working off Aurora Avenue. Okay. Where he was, and. Uh, just like the other day, like literally like the other day, Yeah. Uh, this woman, she had been trafficked from California up here Okay. and he tattoos his name on women's faces mm-hmm. and he's been living in an Airbnb, like a five bedroom Airbnb and, uh, he makes his women earn like two grand a day, which like, that seems like who, like, at a, all right, let's say a blowjob is a hundred dollars. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what the rate of things are. Yeah, but yeah. Like, let's say a blowjob is a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. That's 20 dicks a day. Like, I mean, they can probably polish one off in 10 minutes. But, like, how many people are, like, that's the, like, the part, like. H- how many times a day do you want a blowjob? Not that many. Not that many. Okay. But, like, I wouldn't pay a hundred dollars for it. You know what I mean? Like, right, I'd, but some people would. Like in terms of percentage of income, like for a lot of people, a hundred dollars is like a dollar. Okay, but a street walking hooker on a roar, like you know, I mean, if you got the money, like it's like fast food. 
I can't. I don't know. It's hard for me to get into that yeah. head frame of just like how, like, there's really that much money, right? In in this, like, I don't but know. But paying for sex is a hard boundary for you. Like, that's something you're like not interested. Sure, not interested paying for sex. Sure, you get it plenty without paying for it. Yeah, but there's some people where like that's really normalized, and, and dude, every guy wants to get a fucking blowjob. Sure, but I don't know. It's just it's wild for me to think that there's like actually like I don't know. I, I'm just saying the demand is there. That's what I'm. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm surprised that the demand is so mm-hmm. high. Uh, he's probably a pretty good pimp too. Well, like he be, pro- he is not a, like he a not like a good person. Yeah, but like a businessman. Sure, probably. I don't know. Anyway, his name is Dice Capone, and so this woman he trafficked her up mm-hmm. here, and he's been he was working her for a while, yeah. and then like she was trying to leave, and like he like pistol whipped her and like fucked her face up, and then Jeez. like. Uh, she eventually escaped and she just like ran out into Aurora Avenue. She's like topless mm-hmm. and just like flags down a car, just trying to like, she right, felt escape. safer. She felt safer in the middle of Aurora Avenue shirtless than she did with this dude. Yeah. And like this Uber driver in a van pulls over and is like, get in. Mm-hmm. And she does. And Dice Capone gets in his car, starts chasing him and having a shootout on aurora but the Jesus. uber driver has a gun too and he's shooting back at him wow and like nobody got hit with a bullet mm-hmm. the uber driver's van got all shot up though and this woman she's like you know safe now or right whatever and like they arrested this dude yeah and like but this was like the other day just like on aurora avenue it's like seattle is like i don't know it's like i feel like people there, think there of have this been as prostitutes like a, on aurora for for Oh, like decades. Yeah. though. I mean, they've I mean, always that's, been. That's there. not new, but yeah. just like the level. Oh, like a driving gun battle. Yeah, is new. just like what the f- like Seattle feels very provin- provincial mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, and then like but we have like fucking shootouts in like you know, uh, middle or, of the day, the middle of the day on Aurora. Like I don't know, that's like insane to me. Mm-hmm. Would you pull if you saw? naked woman on aurora avenue would you pull over for jesus christ no right no nah, i just keep going man i don't know if i would if she was like yeah, you're like there's so like because you know that there's gonna be a fucking pimp shooting at you from behind her or who knows what like she might just okay may- maybe if i was an uber driver with a gun yeah i'd pull over but yeah. like if i was a amateur stand-up comedian in a prius <laughs> yeah uh, no nah, i'm just gonna be like oh. yeah drive forward Sorry. I would if I was her, I would have just tried to go into a store, just like you know, topless. I mean, I mean just be like, I need help. Yeah. Like, just like I think if you say that, you know what I mean. They're like, ma'am, we need you to buy something or get out. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what this woman's story was. Yeah. Like, what? How she got? Not trapped. a happy story. I don't know. I can guarantee you that. I don't know if she was like you know a normal lady mm-hmm. that got picked up and trafficked, and mm-hmm. now she has to like suck dick for money or whatever. But yeah. like. Or if she was like doing, you know, I don't know what her backstory is, yeah. but like, I don't know if she could just go. I don't know. I mean, usually they're like drug addicts, right? And then I, they they I exploit guess. the I drug mean, addiction to make them do things for drugs and money. I yeah, I don't know. I I just it's wild to me that you can drive up and down Aurora Avenue and just be like, oh, there's like fifteen prostitutes. Like, yeah, and there's no like. I mean, the police must know about it. Certainly. The city government must know about Certainly. it. Certainly. Yeah. And there's all those. I mean, that's the reason why there's so many prostitutes on Aurora Avenue is like it's a historic thing because that used to yeah. be uh, a major highway. Major highway. And there's a lot of seedy hotels. Well, right. Because it was a, because it was a major highway, all these like, you know, motels mm-hmm. popped up on it. And it's not Route 66. But it's like one of those. Yeah. And uh, it was 99. 
Yeah. It goes like from like Canada to Mexico or something. And um, so all those like hotels from like the 40s and 50s popped up there and they're yeah. still there and just low rent motels. And so all the prostitution came with it and they still still there, still there, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's wild. It's fucking crazy to me. But like if I was going to pay for sex, like I would pay extra not to just like i guess maybe that's part of the thrill is just like how like raunchy and nasty it is but like a street walking hooker like no disrespect to them i guess or whatever but like you just seem it just seems like the riskiest yeah absolutely yeah but it's also the most easily accessible sure yeah yeah and probably much cheaper so, yeah, right. And is it, yeah. You know, if you want to get like a high class escort, that's going to be like $300, $400. It's just hard for me minimum. to get my, like, it's just like knowing the level of like bad shit that goes in. Like, I guess some people like that. I don't know. Well, and, but and, just and, like, and like, but like also like, they're when, usually when pretty dude, fucking when dude, haggard. When looking. dudes get horny, they get desperate. They make really like bad decisions sure. about like what they're going to do. With their dicks, basically. I, I guess. I don't know. I mean, yes, but yeah. I don't know. You know, whether they, like, can't get chicks to fuck them or their wife won't blow them or something. And, yeah, you know, like you said, there's something. There's a thrill of it being illicit. For some people, it's an ease of access thing. Uh, you got to yeah. be like, I don't know, like. Damn, am I dick number twenty today? Like, oh, they're not thinking about that. This is what I would be thinking about. It's just right. Like, how much cum has been in this woman's mouth today? I'm just like, where do I have to get charges a, extra for that? Or do I have to wear a condom to get a blade? Like, who wants that? Like, I don't know. Not nobody. Yeah, Jeez. I don't know. That's like I'm paying you a hundred dollars, and I have to wear a condom for a blow. Like, I like, have to supply the condom. Like what? Like why? Like I don't know. And she wants me to leave a good Yelp review <laughs> afterwards. But Dice Capone, what a crazy name. Andrew Dice Capone. <laughs> That's what I thought of, too. Just like, okay. I just imagine like he's wearing a big leather jacket and just like fucking around with a cigarette out of a room. I bet, I bet he's got face tattoos also. Probably. Dice. Should get him on the cast. <laughs> I think he's in jail now. Mm-hmm. Wait a couple days. They'll let him out. That's what Reddit was saying was just like, how they're going to let him out in a couple of days and the liberals will be like, oh, come on, guys. Like, he just had a rough upbringing and this is the only way he knows how to make money. Like, give him a shot. No, they, they'll, they'll be able to extract a lot of money out of him. So they'll, they'll run him through the system. Mm, what do you mean? Oh, so like one of the functions of like the court system is to get money. Mm. Oh, like from he people. has a lot. Yeah, of he has yeah. money. So, like, yeah. if they just pick up a you know a homeless drug addict. Right. Uh, you know, they can't get no, resources yeah, they, out of that person. Yeah, they'll, they'll so they just squeeze, let him back out on the street. Them. But like, you know, if it's a guy who has a good job, gets a DUI, they're like, oh, we're gonna fucking right getting twenty, thirty grand out of this guy. True. You know, Dice Capone. He's got stacks on stacks. Yeah, two grand a day. Two grand from, a day. From one woman. Just like multiple women. I don't know. He's got like just the one. He's still doing okay. Still two grand a okay. day. Like I could live on that. Easily. I would have a hard time spending $2,000 a day. I wouldn't. What would you get? What wouldn't I get? Solid gold tuxedo. That would be hard. You'd have to yeah. save up. I don't know. I I feel like I could blow two grand a day easy. 
it's like kind of a lot of money, but also like not enough money to blow on like really. So I don't know. Maybe I would have a hard time spending two grand a day. Yeah, it's like you can't save it up. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. Yeah, you're not gonna get it. I don't know. It'll be all right. All right. You want to call it? Yeah. Anything else? Been at it for almost a year. Uh, I kind of had a dip in enjoyment for a while, but I feel like I'm back. Okay. Enjoying it again. Okay. Yeah. It was perceivable. Sure. I think we'll keep going. Uh, I got some hot guests. I got a guy uh, who makes his own honey. And I think he would be a good guest. He harvests the honey. Well, yeah, he harvests. The he's, bees make the honey. Yeah, he's not a he's a beekeeper. Yeah, he doesn't excrete the honey. Who is it? His name's David Robin. He's mm. a, Maybe Joe Greenhour would be a good guest. Perhaps the Orchid King. The Orchid King. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, bee facts that could be interesting. Bee facts. Send us your bee questions, and we'll. Have someone else answer them. Tell a friend about the show. Thanks for listening. Love you. Bye.